Hi, I'm Chris, and this is Business Over Brews, and thank you for joining one of my fireside chats. In this segment, I'm going to crack a beer over a fire and talk about some of the successes and failures I've personally experienced throughout my career. Today, what we're going to be talking about is ending the feedback loop. So being in product marketing, I sit between management, driving go-to-market, driving messaging, packaging, and then I also find myself a lot of the times on the individual contributor side actually creating content, ebooks, webinars, white papers, videos that help explain the product or service, the release that is being published or put out. Now, one of the things I found is when you are in a creative role in marketing, whether you're in-house or you're an external um, an external vendor working with a with a you know company, you'll find yourself at times running through revision round five, six, eight, ten, twenty, thirty. I've reached over forty-five revisions on some pieces of content I've put together for releases I've done, and it's frustrating. You can't plan accurately for that. You can't. You, you're you're going to miss deadlines. You run the risk of missing your releases. You can't get all of the content assets out that you need for promotions for your digital and demand gen team. You run the risk of not being able to get all the assets out for your sales team for sales training. So I'm going to share with you a couple of ways that I've toned those revision rounds back and gotten people to come back to the table to make some decisions and move content out fast. First and foremost, one of the first things I do is if I do have a content piece, regardless of what the stakeholder numbers are, if there's two or 20, I get them all in a room. Get them all in a room to decide what the objectives are, what the content piece is supposed to be, what the deliverables are supposed to be in the end, what are they supposed to look like. And whenever you have key changes throughout the creation of these assets, bring them all together. You can follow up individually for feedback on certain check-ins and milestones, but a lot of times you're gonna get some major feedback changes from these folks, whether it's color changes, image changes, messaging changes. Those are decisions that need to be made in the group. Because if you're making changes that other stakeholders aren't expecting, you're just gonna constantly wrap yourself around the axle and go over and over again. You'll never get anything done. The benefit too is a lot of changes that aren't first thought through or what we consider scope creep, um, things that start getting added in that weren't part of the budgeted time that was allocated, that's gonna run the risk of you missing your deadlines, Doing that in the group will let everyone come to a conclusion together on whether or not they should or shouldn't be making those changes. Now, aside from getting all of your stakeholders on the same page, as you start going through your, your revision rounds and people are putting in things that maybe you weren't expecting to have in there, some things that might be ridiculous, what we consider pixel pushing when things really from the naked eye don't look wrong from anyone external to the company, aren't inaccurate, you get into a point where you're just delaying the release. So I'll ask two questions whenever this comes up. The first one broken down into two parts. The main focus is, is anything inaccurate in the piece? That could be branding, that could be spelling, that could be the content that's in there. Is the content accurately focusing and applying to the persona or the audience you're going after? Is it factually correct? Are you misrepresenting a product or a solution in any way? Or are you missing key benefits that should be in there for that audience? If the answer to that is no, you move to question two. And question two is, are the changes you're asking me to make going to either increase the amount of awareness or leads or pipeline for this company or impact the company's revenue? A lot of times the answer is no. 
and people will come to the realization that the requests they're asking for just aren't as important as they think, especially if they realize you're risking having to cut other projects or missing deadlines or releases. And that's a great way to reel in a lot of folks from scope creep on consistent changes of this loop from feedback. You're just gonna wrap yourself around the axle. Now, the caveat to that is your boss is your boss, your customer is your customer, if you're a vendor and you're working with a company. If they want it done, you do it. You have to be upfront about what impact that might have on the deadlines, and if you can make it work, that's great. But you always have to remember you're there as a team, you're there working together, and if it's something they really want, you do it for them. This conversation just helps bring to light some potentially the ridiculousness of the request they might be asking to help you move forward. And so I'd love to ask you, have you been wrapped up in these feedback loops? What's the most amount of revisions you've had to make to a project? And how often do those projects then die in the vine? I'd love to hear your thoughts, and I hope to talk to you soon. Thank you.